0: Sally Mann is considered one of the most influential photographers of her time. In this episode of 92Y Talks, she sits down with Charlie Rose to discuss her memoir, Hold Still, The American South, and Her Life's Work. The conversation was recorded on May 4th, 2016, in front of a live audience Hi at dear. New York's 92nd Street Y. So, Charlie. All
1: right. She, she, she. I.
0: I, I.
2: I think what is happening here is she doesn't believe I can do this interview sober.
1: Sober? (laughs) I don't think I can do this interview sober. That's the truth. No, he's just said we've had these two interviews in the past and they've all been sort of like brow furrowing, you know, forelock tugging, you know, leather elbow kind of highbrow interviews. So I thought, you know, why don't we just have Have a a, party? We're gonna have a party here. We're gonna have a conversation, right? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, So, so This me. May-
2: this was her idea, and I love it.
1: Oh, so- <laughs>
2: and if you'd had the day that I've had, you'd love it too.
1: Okay, so now look at this. So this is the jigger that my publicist brought me. Oh yeah, but this, this is, is the, the one j- I brought from home, right? <laughs>
2: We're okay. convinced that God will like this.
1: Yeah, okay, so, and my daughter said, don't, take takes too long on this, because people who came to this thing do not want to watch, she's a lawyer. What watch she you make a martini. Uh, yeah. But okay, so I'll do this as quickly as I can. All right. Yeah, my Walmart bag yeah. here, so. <laughs>
2: I remind you, this was her idea.
1: Yeah, but and, and you're not opposed is, to it, honey. And who honey. can
2: quarrel with Sally Mann?
1: Well, no I us try it. No one I know. Yeah, okay, so there's, okay, so this, as you know, is a mallet. But <laughs> in my bag, <laughs> going to the airport, I got through the Roanoke
2: um, this is Roanoke, Virginia.
1: Roanoke, Virginia TSA thing with my. Ancestral mallet. It had been yeah. in the family since the Adams, and yes. I'm not kidding. It was held together with a mortise. And, it's not a mortar and pestle. What is yeah. A mortise and tensile or something? Yeah. It was pegged. It was so old, and the edges were completely round. It didn't look, you know, croquet mallet-like at all. It's like a little ball at the end. It couldn't have hurt anything. So I go to Chicago, I get to O'Hare, and they take the thing away from me oh. and throw it in the trash. I
2: knew they would do that.
1: You did? That's what my yeah. intern tells She said, what did you think? Exactly. <laughs> Come on, a little gotta, gray-haired you, gumboil like yeah, me. What am I going to do, bonk somebody over the head with a you, round well, mallet?
2: Well, you never can tell. I'm taking it away from you as t- soon as you finish this. <laughs> well, this is dangerous. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: But no. the thing I had was just so oh. simple. Now, do you, do you care? I do care about the, the ice, how well it's beaten.
2: M- not, yeah, I do care, but I don't like a lot of it. I mean, oh, I'm you're not going to get any I'm ice. mainly interested in the vodka. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Would you mind opening that? Oh, I've got course. arthritic hands. All right. That's I can fine. do that. OK. I hope this isn't taking think too long. I I can
2: do that. It's turning.
1: This is not a joke bottle. <laughs> yeah. This isn't like one of those candles that you can't I can, blow out. I can tell out. you
2: that I, I've done a lot of things here at 92nd Street. Why? This is the first time I've ever gotten. Oh uh... Oh, I see it. Yeah, there is.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, here we go. Oh shit. Don't want Oh to... no, don't.
2: God, <laughs> she said oh shucks.
1: Nice. Oh, sorry. Is there a law against the profanity? Nothing. There's a law against nothing. Okay, good. Thank you.
2: Here. I am. You're such pouring a heck of them wood. out of vodka. Okay.
1: Well, I've got to get the proper sugar. So okay. Um, and I don't. No use... one is to
2: tell anybody about this. You understand?
1: <laughs> no, they won't. So I'm thinking three, three of these. things. Uh, but I'm a sort of. Yeah. yeah.
2: See, this is the creative mind of a photographer. This is why she's so well, damn good. Yeah, she's,
1: when I was a writer, I yeah. drank bourbon yeah. because I was a Southern writer, right? There you go. So now I'm back to yeah. what your friend um, and my friend, Reynolds Price, to yeah. call ardent spirits. Yes, indeed, he did. Isn't this is the, the great writer and Rhodes word? scholar and,
2: and wonderful human spirits. being. All right. yeah, well, so, so while you, can you actually talk and make and vodka sh- at the same time? I don't know. A martini?
1: I don't know. We'll see about that. It's whether I can talk to all, So we're all, also really. inviting you,
2: if we run out of time here, down to Lexington, to her house for, right. for dinner.
1: I'm really good at old fashions, too. And, and mint julips. Okay. And, her, but and her
2: staff of 15.
1: Oh, that's another thing. My watch doesn't have a second hand.
2: Okay. I'll I'm take sure. care of that. Go.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. Sorry about this. And don't look at my jowls jiggling Oops, my second either. hand is not working. That's so. a, what? <laughs> The worst part about getting old are these damn jowls. All right. Yeah. All right. At least you can't see the flab under right. my arms jiggling.
2: Sorry. You know, when I first came to New York, I, would, I did the show live. It was a local show over at Channel 13, then over on 58th Street. Uh, and people would come to do the show after dinner, because it was live at 11. Uh, and we had some really wonderful interviews, because people would have a bit too much wine at dinner. And then wait and roll in about 10 to 50. And it often was a great interview.
1: Are you watching the time, honey?
2: Yeah. How much is it supposed to be? Two?
1: I'd say two, yeah.
2: Okay. Is that two?
1: Oh, I think it's ready. I think it's ready, too. <laughs> <don't you? laughs> I think it's ready. All right, so All right. now. Yeah. Hold on.
2: When was the last time you did this?
1: Uh, I, I've been drinking um, bourbon. Oh, this see, is my first drink, ardent. It's beer.
2: the one thing I'm a Southerner who doesn't drink <gasps> bourbon. That's
1: okay. No, we uh, can't. Okay, that's good. This is not my um, I'm, a, I'm call from
2: Southern Russia.
1: All right. Does that look about right? Oh, oh, oh you're supposed to do this thing. Yeah, today. but can I, you I
2: do don't. Ha- I don't know how to do this. Yeah.
1: What do you mean you don't have to do this? The servants do it for you. Come on now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I really don't know how to do this. I mean, oh you boy. We now
1: right. I have to tell you the story about my intern who yeah. came and I asked her to do the dishes and she'd never done the dishes.
2: They so much want to hear about photography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this is a twist like a twist ought to be. Are you sure? Yeah. I've never is twisted it right? before. Yeah, you've never done this. No, before. No, I don't okay.
1: do. I don't do this. Yeah. Okay. So is that about right? Yeah. Do you squeeze it to get the oil? No, yeah, no,
2: just lay it in. Just put it in there.
1: Just put it in. There? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Are you sure you don't want to squeeze it? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> All right. I just Here want to
2: drink the damn thing. I know, I, know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. All right.
1: All right. All right. Sally Mann ready. Was Woo-hoo!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whew. We, that was We could have ordered these across the street, but this is so much better. Oh. Uh, so let's just start way back.
1: Where are the napkins?
2: I don't know. <laughs>
1: That's all right. You want matter. A, you want my
2: matter. Well, no.
1: Nicole told me I should bring napkins, but you know I'm, no, I use mine. Okay, never mind. We're fine. You. Okay. Uh,
2: when okay. did you fall in love with photography? <laughs> 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 Let's go way back. We
1: are going way back. Yeah. So I was 17. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was at Putney. I was just. Yeah, it like was at Putney a, when you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I don't. don't Somebody ask had me. a camera. A boyfriend had a camera. A
2: oh, yeah, you know what yeah. she said? This is. I love this story. I think okay. the reason she I'm became drinking. a photographer was because she liked to take her boyfriend into the dark room.
1: That is, Am I right? That is exactly that right. That is true. Where else could she you go? She hasn't
2: changed since. No. No. <laughs> and, but no. did you knew you just loved it or did you start taking it. pictures and people said this is pretty good? And
1: No, nobody said it was good. It wasn't yeah. good. It was awful. It was yeah. you know, jejune and stupid and I liked writing more back then, yeah. writing with a T. Um,
2: you still like writing.
1: I like having written. <laughs> I'm not sure.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm not sure you can yeah, say I like writing. <laughs>
2: Cheers to you, my dear.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. Good, huh? Mm. Was the yeah, ice yes. beaten just right?
2: Perfect, Good. yeah. And it okay. was timed exactly right.
1: Right, I bet. You know? <laughs> like not a minute too soon.
2: So after all these years, how would you like to be perceived?
1: Well, I mean, the sort of Pollyanna answer is you want to be remembered as, you know, a good friend to your family and a good okay, wife. Okay, we got it Forty-six, that, right? Course. Can and we can we dispense family. with all that?
2: Yeah, we can. We just assume well,
1: that. Well, yeah. We? Okay. Well, we I, mean, I think the love do, of your
2: family is uh, seen in the photographs, my darling.
1: I like to think so. It really is. But different eyes see it different ways. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think I'd be seen as someone who wanted to. Provide you know, tangible proof that in
2: that you'd lived,
1: that in my sweet and ordinary life, which a very ordinary life, that I was able to, I don't know, find moments of transcendent immortality just within the quotidian, because that's pretty much where I work.
2: Transcendent mortality,
1: immortality,
2: immortality.
1: Oh, yeah. and mortality too. Yeah, well, that would be talking. better, <laughs> wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> transcendent mortality would be great. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, are you getting better, do you think? Has the experience propelled you each year with a sense of, um, or, or is it a different kind of growth? You go up like this, and then you grow out like that.
1: Okay, so I'm assuming that you, you consider yourself, you know, pretty well skilled at your job, right? But don't you find, or at least I, <laughs> I may be the only one, but never. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, I'm sure that's the case. Um, no, I find that as the the more I work, the harder it gets and the more difficult it is to just take, and this probably isn't true in your case, but just to take the the joy in taking the picture, I seem so much more interested in making work that is in service of an sort of overarching concept and mm. i I feel the that I need to say something, not necessarily just you know, save it or take a picture of it. But I'm actually trying to, to make photography work, not in a, not in a documentary way, but, you know. so that makes it harder. And it, it takes a little bit of the joy out of it, I think. And that's what right now I'm kind of wrestling with that. I've picked up the Leica again, just to take pictures to see what they look like, which is, you know, something I have you done for You have it in your years. pocket now? I didn't bring it this time, but I'm, you know, I'm going down south next week and I'm gonna take it and do the Delta. Oh, terrific. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, there's so much we're going to talk about, so I'm, I'm going to skip around here because uh, we'll talk about the, the, the memoir and, and hold still, and t- we'll talk about the new project, though. The two things I like one, the two projects you have now, one about um, the, the uh, place down in Virginia where all the alligators are.
1: We have no alligators in Virginia.
2: <laughs> What's the swamp called? Great Dismal Go, Swamp. Can, huh? great, great Dismal, dismal, dismal swamp. swamp. Yeah, but right. that's a project.
1: Yeah, that's, part, that's sort of, that, that's within a, a bigger project, this sort of legacy of slavery project, oh. which is going to be the And what did the s- Great
2: Dismal Swamp mean to the legacy of slavery?
1: slavery. Well, it was a place of refuge.
2: They, people would hide there.
1: Yeah. yeah, there was some high ground, and I've been there in the center of the Dismal Swamp where slaves could, if they could get to it without being eaten by the alligators and without being caught by the slave uh, hunters, um, they formed whole communities and they had, you know, stores and churches and yeah. commerce and all kinds of stuff. So it was a, a place of refuge as, as um you know what's interesting about this, this is on
2: the North Carolina Virginia border too down near Norfolk and and, and the Piedmont, I mean the uh, area down there and it's uh, i would grown up knowing about this The Great Dismal Swamp. Yeah, of course. Not so much about the slave. Henderson, but you
1: were—weren't you—in Henderson, Henderson? No, Henderson,
2: Piedmont. But it's like several hours. They don't care about this, but. um, (laughs) Who cares about them? We're having a drink. I know. (laughs) 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 I'm with you. Um, But but is this part of a larger project on slavery that you're doing?
1: Yeah, and I'm—I'm just going to get in so much trouble when I talk about it because I have—it's sort of in right at the moment. But it's it's... in now. I'm, it's going to have to get co really yeah, fast. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a show at the National Gallery in yeah. a year and a half. From now? Yeah, it's in 18. Is that a year and a half? Mm-hmm. 2018?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, sort of midway in. Well, okay, little, so it's actually two years from
1: now, thank God. Okay, I just okay. bought myself another. And what's another that two? show going to be like? It's, it's an exploration, and I, the curator could say it better than me, of how the South has woven through my work from the very beginning with the emphasis on family and land and death and defeat and ruin and decay and all the so stuff. We, we see, all know about
2: We can see through the arc of your work the history of the South.
1: I think they're going to try and make that case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the centerpiece of the show is going to be this, and the main, it's a big show. Um, and the main room is going to be these pictures of black men that I've been working on for 10 or so years. And these pictures from the dismal swamp. How'd you know about this? I know
2: things, I know things.
1: I guess you do. <laughs> and um, the pictures of the little um, clapboard churches. Yeah. I'm sort of interested in the, in the things that offered hope to the slaves. The, the rivers the rivers were, of course, a double-edged sword because they were, they were the transport into America, but they were also the one reliable way out, yeah. either in the water or, or they crossing. They
2: were it. brought to slavery by water. Well, on, mostly on the James, too, yeah. our own right. venerable in The James River, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. So, the, so it's sort of rivers and dismal swamp pictures and pictures of the black men and then these little tiny pictures of churches, black churches. So that's sort of the center part of the show. First, there'll be some family pictures. Mm. Um, am I boring you today? No, okay. Um,
2: they're on the edge of their seats.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm they're, wishing, they're on the edge of their seats, no, wanting the rest of this martini. Exact, no, that's me. <laughs> yeah, right. um, uh, Family pictures and right. a bunch of new color family pictures that we've never—that's never been printed before—and then the Deep South landscapes, right? Mm. And then the battlefield pictures and the black men and then this sort of a room that's going to sort of loosely revolve around the idea of mortality. So touching on all those Southern when
2: things. When you take your camera to photograph a face.
1: Ah, uh-huh. which I don't do very often, but OK. go no. ahead. But
2: throughout your career, you've taken well, yeah. people.
1: Yeah, but not so much, really. But go ahead, okay, go we'll ahead. I'll, I'll answer it We'll look it at anyway. the themes. Okay.
2: And, and then you take a landscape, or mm-hmm. then you take a church. Mm-hmm how is it different in terms of what's going through your mind? Or is it simply you're seeing an image and when it, when it clicks with what your sense of what it ought to be, you snap?
1: Right. I mean, I think the, fun, I think the experience of getting a good picture is pretty much the same irrespective of what the picture is. There's, it's like a little it's like a little tuning fork trembling in your body. You, you feel it in the same way, I, I don't know, that a safe breaker listens for the tumblers falling, right. you know? I they do, that's There's, what they a, do. there's a, just a and perfect brightness that, yeah. that happens that. When, when you get a good picture, and it doesn't matter. You can just hear the click, is. click. Yeah, yeah, and everything falls And it, and it
2: doesn't, it's, it's the same. But it's
1: more like the tuning fork. I mean, I feel it, I actually feel it in my body when there's a good yeah. picture. Yeah, feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And and when
2: you look at the images in the dark room, is it always
1: if if they're good holds true? Uh, you mean, am I right? If, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. If I haven't screwed it up somehow, and you'll yeah, remember the
2: picture and the image you saw when it sort of spread through your body, and when you look at it. in the
1: Yeah, in but the dark don't room. forget, we're talking a tenth of a second, and that in yeah. that tenth of a second, particularly with people, you can mm-hmm. you can miss it, as everyone knows. You can miss it by a tenth of a second. It's with a landscape, you're. You it,
2: this appreciate. is what you said in. Hold still, I existed in a welter of creativity, sleepless, anxious, self-doubting, pressing for both perfection and impiety, like some ungodly cross between a hummingbird and a bulldozer. (laughs) A cross between a hummingbird
1: and a bulldozer. Someone said to me the other day, you're like a cross between Emily Dickinson and Whitman. (laughs) I like the hummingbird and the bulldozer better.
2: Yeah. But, but how, tell us how you feel. I mean, live within that quote that you made.
1: Well, first of all, because this is a literate audience, I have to confess that that impiety and perfection came from Flaubert, so don't stole, don't call me. Yes, you stole yes, from Flaubert? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, who wouldn't? <laughs> <right>. Wouldn't you? <laughs> if you were going to steal from anybody, wouldn't it? it be Flaubert? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, okay. well, yes, but what, what is it they say? A, a great writer steals and a bad writer... Does something um, else. A, a,
1: a poor writer borrows. A great writer steals. steals. Yeah, that's right. yeah, well, that's okay. true.
2: But it, it, is is there is there creativity joined by doubt?
1: Is there creativity that isn't always wedded doubt? to doubt? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you tell, do, can I just ask you a question? I
2: oh, know they told me you wanted to interview me, and what yeah.
1: You... I mean, this. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, do you do you ever get panicked? Do you ever are you ever nervous about things, or do you just think you can always pull it off?
2: Uh, I... <laughs> no, no. Of course I do. Of course I do. I never know. I mean, I'm in the the midst of writing two commencement speeches right now. One this weekend, one the weekend after that. Uh, And you know, and and you try to, you want to say something to people. Those are kind of special animals of themselves, but yes. And what I mean, like, I'm, I'm literally nervous about you, who I love, adore, and we've had these remarkable kinds of outings together. You know some sense of we're joined by a so spirit. I wanted to
1: calm you down with the I thought the martini <laughs> would help because I knew you'd be anxious about this. <laughs> Poor Why? guy, he was probably hand-wringing the whole yeah. way here. Really? Mm-hmm, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, you're like the seventh interview I've done today.
1: I don't doubt it. <laughs> So we'll so yeah. be so, so sure. So how was Barack? <laughs>
2: Barack yeah. was great. Sam. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, we,
2: Barack and I did it walking too, which was, I've never done before. Jeez. So there are no notes, no anything. You just We walked in this magnificent building uh, in Germany and just walked and talked. And the camera, you know, and you're worried about it because you here I'm talking about myself. Stop keep it.
1: Keep going. Keep <laughs> no, going. No, no. Nobody wants to hear no. about taking pictures. They
2: do. We do want to take. I mean, God goodness sake. gracious. I mean, you are the Cartier-Bresson of your time.
1: Oh, I wish. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, you can stop right there. He's the Cartier-Bresson <laughs> this <true>. time. That's <laughs> true. He
2: is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, the, where was your ambition today?
1: Where is it? Or mm-hmm. where was it?
2: No, I don't know where it is.
1: You mean what ambition do I have for the future? Yeah. Well,
2: yes, what do you want to do? What, it, where does Sally want to be? Where does Sally want to go? What does Sally want to achieve? The problem is, what is unfinished about Sally's life? What is it that Sally...
1: That's the thing that, I don't know if it's with you, but the ambition never, you'd think you'd kind of calm down a little bit right. and you'd say, I've done a lot. I've yeah, really you have. done a lot. Yeah. You know, but You are great. It's, you know, I've no. done enough. I've done all right. Just but I was thinking of that um. Uh, that guy Den, Dencombe in um, in Henry James, and he was he's like on his deathbed, and he's at the peak of his career. He, he's never made a misstep. Everything he's done is perfect, and he begs, he begs for one more chance to do something good, and it's uh, and he has that wonderful. It's my it's my mantra. It's um, we work in the dark. We do what we can, our doubt is our passion, and our passion is our task. And it's this like little military march that I march to. I think of it all the time. We do what we can, we work in the dark. Our doubt is our passion. And that's, you know, that's it. My doubt is my passion. My doubt is my task. Your doubt of what? Everything, myself. I am just, I am like cripplingly insecure. I mean, I'm not like you. I'm not, I don't, I couldn't walk and talk to Barack. (laughs)
2: Yeah, well, yeah, Yeah. you're not like me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, yes, you could,
2: yes, you could, because, and not just to single out one president, but, I mean, a a very, a a very well-read, interesting human being with a great intellect.
1: Oh, aren't we going to miss him?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Who I guarantee you appreciate your work
1: oh I'm glad to hear that
2: I mean if I had anything to do with it I'd have him give every award they have at the national government okay but but let me let's talk about photography and memory
1: yeah that's a tricky one isn't it I know well you know my feeling about it you know my feeling because I said it in the book in case you read the book but
2: in case I read the book
1: (laughs) just just giving you an out the whole idea. Well, I have lots of thoughts about memory. I know. One is that I think memory is probably, and I didn't talk about this so much in the book, richer than actual, unvivid fact and life. I mean, there's this whole notion you go back to a place that you had you know, that you remember so completely, vividly, with you know Proustian evocation, and it turns out to be a pale replica of what of what your memory. Mm. Is of that of that place. I mean, this happens to anyone who goes back to their like childhood bedroom or something. It's it's just not not the way you remember it. But I also have this theory about photographs displacing and subverting memory uh, and undercutting them and actually destroying memories.
2: I do too. I mean, I actually, I think that's a legitimate question to ask. I mean, with with the pervasiveness of smartphones mm-hmm. and everybody and the inner and and Instagram and all of that, we're so anxious to record that we don't fully drink deeply yeah. of the experience.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, would the church at Combray have done what that Madeleine did? Yeah. Would it, would, yeah. You know, is an image ever going to give you a one-dimensional, flat, little, right faded, decal-edged image gonna ever give you the sensory, tactile taste and smell of a Madeleine or anything else that's, that's richer than, mm. than photography. I mean, it's a, photography is an impoverishing act, actually. An
2: impoverishing act? Well,
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, because it steals from your memory.
2: Steals from your memory.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that making a great photograph there's a distinction. I guess we should, really should talk about the pictures that people, the snapshots of right. the pictures that the people who don't look at the Mona Lisa right. but take a picture of it Right. Is, exactly. That
2: kind exactly. Of
1: but, I mean, I like to think that the pictures that I make and someone puts on their wall, we hope. Um, Lots of people put them on well, their wall. We'll s- <laughs> no, they hope. do, I mean, you know that. Um, yeah. Are not stealing from, from their memories, they're enriching their mm-hmm. imagination.
2: So what's the point of photography?
1: Well, I mean, can I contradict myself just a tiny no. little bit? I mean- That's
2: why I ask.
1: Yeah, because you know as well as I do that there are pictures that if you didn't have them, you wouldn't remember that moment. Yeah, exactly. But there are also pictures that because you have them, you don't remember the dimensionality of the moment. Does that, that make sense mm. to you, right? Mm.
2: Yeah, it does. I mean, i i mean, one of the phrases I'm proudest of. I said, you know, everybody knows that a, a picture's worth a thousand words. You know, and I've said, a word is worth a thousand pictures.
1: Yeah, I think there's that too. Mm-hmm.
2: But I mean, I think that is the essence of what—and—and the, and the, and the, the the essence of the great ones. You, Cartier-Bresson, Richard Avedon, depending on a whole range, Robert Frank, a whole bunch of people. I'm, naming the greats
1: yeah it
2: is that you teach us by your photograph to look at things in an interesting way you show us things that make us think about the experience of that thing that's what you do in the same way that a painting does that
1: yeah i think that's why i said that thing about being so interested in Making, in, enriching, and enlivening the quotidian. I mean, I think that's just my particular way of looking at something. I said in the book that I could take a better picture in an airplane bathroom than I could in all of Versailles. I love the idea of making. You could take
2: a better picture of an airplane bath. Well, I'm, I would. I, here's what I would argue: you could take the best picture of an airplane bathroom, bathroom we've of ever anyone. Seen. But I think you probably do the same thing with Versailles.
1: Mm. Maybe, but I'd be happier in the airplane bathroom because by I. By the
2: way, i just want to tell you I'm way ahead of you, so. Oh yeah, oh yeah, need to you, speed up. Poor,
1: yeah, here, let me. Oh.
2: Speed up, that yeah.
1: Girl. Do you speed need,
2: up, there, girl. Do you need more? <laughs> um,
1: do you need more of that? No,
2: no, no, I'm fine. You it's don't. Fine. You
1: don't put new. Uh, lemon... No, no. Really, no. Okay, this, this fine. Is,
2: these are these are very good lemons.
1: Okay, all right, good. All right. Uh, where were we? I'll well, tell you, you where
2: I want to go. Because okay. in limited time, I want to turn some questions. This audience has this really smart audience, so they have That's a lot what of good I'm, questions. I'm scared to death. Yeah, I mean, me too.
1: Yeah, um, I am. Death. I'm scared of that too.
2: Yeah, I am too. But, yeah. but you photograph it.
1: Yeah, I'm a little less scared of it having photographed it. Are you really? I think so. How so? I don't know. I think it was just seeing all those bodies. You know, we talked about this. But in America, you never see bodies. You know, they're whisked away to the funeral and all that kind of stuff. I think seeing so, what
2: do we see when we see your photographs of
1: bodies? Well, you see a natural um, devolution into the earth, and that that encourages me. I think that's I think that's all for the good.
2: Can I move to that, which is not death, but life? your husband, a great man. Yeah. I mean, you, your family's interesting. Your mother ran the bookstore. Yeah. You know, your father was. A doctor. Doctor. Uh, your husband's a lawyer.
1: That's right.
2: You two daughters and a son.
1: Two daughters and a son.
2: Um, they have been the subject of your photography. Yeah, pretty some pretty of much. it controversial, some of it poignant, you know, what was it about?
1: Well, at different times, about different things. Um, But all of it is a way to explore the very, very unique and particular relationships among among us. I mean, I, I pretty much only photograph the people I really love. And I hope I do it in a way that...
2: Never photograph me.
1: Never. I don't know. One more drink and we could probably work something out. <laughs> Come down to the Delta. I'll take a picture <laughs> of you down there.
2: I'd be in my element.
1: Yeah, I know. It's fun. Uh, um, so it's a... I can't say. I mean, Virginia's in the audience tonight. She could say whether or not it that they're... But I think a relationship... But, they, but,
2: but, but, but I mean... You developed. Know, the remarkable Virginia. Um, They, they, there was willful consent there. They were what actors, in
1: part and in times, yeah.
2: This was. This was a creation of an act or, or, of art for you.
1: They were very sophisticated children, and that's you know they knew they they to as great an extent as possible knew what was going on and the same with larry and the, the pictures larry of larry husband, larry being husband as, as
2: he suffered lives with muscular
1: he has muscular dystrophy, dystrophy. and I, I did a series of work called proud flesh which is right. one of my favorite products of work
2: proud flesh
1: yeah um he um he allowed me to take pictures and encouraged me to take pictures that made me squirm for him that i was almost embarrassed to take and, and they were so painful they're still painful to look at with his with a sort of seemingly swollen belly and and his his wasted arms and legs and atrophy and all yeah he's but you know he he, i said i don't have to show this picture and he said by all means show it never hesitates never
2: but that says something about his pride dignity and courage
1: yeah and his, going back to your original question, which I've sort of glossed over and I managed know. to not answer, I know. he his belief in what photography does. And what is that? What I'm, is his know? belief
2: in which photography? Well, that's
1: just it. That's the question that I glossed over and didn't exactly answer. I know. Answer. So and I'm please not really answer the sure. <laughs> um, I think he sees it as a much more documentary and um, not didactic exactly, but but helpful, like life-enhancing, life-affirming act to do those pictures and to show them and to be willing to show them.
2: So he he's a participant because he recognizes it's part of a significant piece of art.
1: I think so, and also because well, he, he wants to say, I can, he wants to send the message that you shouldn't be afraid of your body and you shouldn't be afraid of the treachery of your body. You sh- Yeah. Just a, you shouldn't
2: be afraid of age.
1: And you shouldn't be afraid of age. You
2: know, that there is,
1: Easier there said is a spring, than done, summer,
2: winter, and fall.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's willing to do that, and never does he look back. He doesn't regret any of it. Hmm. I don't know.
2: Has anybody in the family ever regretted any of it?
1: I don't know. Virginia, I mean, I, <laughs> I, there was some teasing um, a little bit when they were young. But I, I but, think I mean, that the, was... the,
2: the critics, have, uh, it was more than teasing. I mean, they thought you were a p- pornographer.
1: There were a few. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that there was that much. Oh,
2: content. it got... You had a... Yeah. I mean, you know, it got pretty rough there. You had yeah, stalkers and had all stalkers, that, everything else. but
1: that's, a, that's just a crazy person.
2: Well, I, I don't know, but it, I, yeah. I'm, cra- I'm scared of crazy people. Yeah, no, I who know. That's what I'm scared of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I was scared of crazy people that crazy person, too. But I don't know that they regret Virginia, where are you? Do you, do you regret them?
2: Where is Virginia? Oh, it, come on, girl. It, raise where your hand.
1: You?
2: There she is. There you Virginia, are. Virginia, were you yeah, scared of it? No, of i daughter? No, no. A, a, scared
1: of the pictures. The
2: pictures. The, We're going to turn to a microphone in a second. We'll come right back to this and and let her speak.
1: Come up here, girl. Yeah,
2: come up here, girl.
1: We've got just enough. Come on. Bring a camera. There. Bring a chair. There.
2: Bring a drink. Come up here. Come on. Come on. I swear. I know. What's wrong? (laughs) This is Virginia Mann, who's a wonderful lawyer here in New York. Um...
1: Boy,
2: she doesn't get very much. She are you, <laughs> bring <laughs> you? Bring a chair here, folks.
1: I certainly this wouldn't ask you for any of yours for her. Well, oh, no, no, here I'll give I some go. of mine.
2: Here she is. All right,
1: I'll here give you that is. if you say really <laughs> nice things about me, OK? Flashback, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like the old days. Can you wait? There I we say, go. You get to have a little Kool-Aid you have no never model. seen
2: any of this. There you go. Oh, perfect, thank you. perfect. She's got a mic. She's got a drink. She can <laughs> participate.
1: All right, not cold anymore. But talk a I'll little see. bit about the sense.
2: You, you and I have done this before on television. So talk a little bit about the sense of what it was like for you. I mean, and because and, you have the insight of being, you know, when people looked at everything that was done, a few said, this is remarkable art. I know so many people that consider these photographs rem- extraordinary. On the other hand, there's some people who said, oh, how does she feel?
0: <laughs> uh, this, is up. this is why you love her, This is why you love her. My answer, I think, evolves because at the time that the pictures came out, I was eight or nine. And to me, I felt immense pride when they first came out. Can again. you
2: hear her back there? I want to make sure. Sorry, am works. I not? Yeah, okay, go ahead.
0: I'm not a professional like they are. <laughs> um, I was very proud when they first came out and then I certainly felt a backlash as a child in You felt school. it in what way? I, I was teased and I think people that I went to school with in rural Virginia were a little bit confused yeah, about all of right. it. Um, And But since then, I have been able to keep a fair amount of anonymity I get to choose when I tell people of my background. It's not like I walk down the street in New York and anyone's like, oh my God, you're that little naked yeah. girl. I girl. knew it. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I, I relish in Oh, that. but they think it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so it's been, it's been interesting, but uh, oh, I mean, certainly always come back to a sense of pride. Mm-hmm.
2: Tell me about your mother. I'm serious. Tell me about your mother. There
0: might be a little more in here. (laughs) 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 What what kind of bribery do we have in store? I know. Um,
2: All we have are lubricants. (laughs) But tell me about her. I mean, you you live in New York. You're an attorney, um, not an artist. Did you, was it in your DNA to be an artist?
0: Not mine. (laughs) Certainly, (laughs) certainly, my sister's. Your uh, sister
2: is. She's a painter, though. She's not a photographer.
0: Correct. She's a painter, a poet, um, lord, an essayist. She covers a lot of different. And now she's in medical school. Right. (laughs) She takes a lot of bio. Her daughter, the doctor. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, she's amazing. (laughs) A doctor and a lawyer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You've done. You've done well.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Maybe. No, but help us understand because you,
2: you had a front row seat to. This remarkable you know, journey that your mother's gone through uh, to, to becoming you know, one of the great artists
0: I think the thing that I always take away from it is her i mean what you were, your Flaubert quote the uh, or, is, or was that Henry Empire, James? Oh, Henry James. Henry James. Yeah. My little. Martin. She just never lets up, mm. and at a time when the rest of us are ready to just sort of—I mean, it's kind of in the pictures. The rest yeah. of us are no, playing, I, and she's right. working. Yeah. And I cannot—I I don't know anybody else with that work ethic. Maybe other than you.
2: Yeah. Well, I do. Maybe I mean, yeah, we're a good no, pair. I do share that. We are like, that. We yeah. share that. I mean, it's like. You cannot make it good enough. No. You know, there is yeah. a sense of, uh, you know, you work, work until you drop, but in the end, you will never make it as good as your mind can imagine it. That, and, and what I do is not high art, uh, but what she does is high art.
0: Yeah, but but at the same replay... time, it's the
2: craft of a conversation having to do with human beings and, by extension, what they have done with their life.
1: Do you ever have that terrible funhouse mirror sort of effect where you go back, you're lying, I'm a terrible insomniac. I lie in bed, and I'll remember tonight, and I'll think, oh, my God, my fly was down, or, oh, my God, did I did I really say I that? I don't think Charlie worries
2: <laughs> No, I don't. You don't do
1: that. <laughs>
2: no, I you don't. don't
1: you don't, yeah, you no. don't see yourself blown I, up, writ large as a yeah, buffoon. I sleep like a baby. Oh. <laughs> 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 you don't know how lucky you are. No,
2: I do know. I do, I, do. I, know, I know. Huh. But, okay, but so... What does she mean? I mean, tell me how you see her as, I mean, she's mom most of all, and he is dad most of all, and they are siblings most of all. But beyond that, this is Sally Mann for God's sakes.
1: You remember that too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I can't can't possibly (laughs) make that line. I mean, she is my mother, and I think everybody here knows that their mothers have different identities.
2: Yeah, the but most I don't. Important I mean, I, one. Yeah. See, I think she. I. What do I know? I think she has an artist temperament, and I probably have interviewed more artists. Oh, she's and, been tricky,
0: and, if that's so. Yeah, you mean. right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Notice how her hair has sort of come down during the course of this conversation.
1: Right, <laughs> right, I'm turning into a van. Yeah, right? Okay,
2: but let me come back. Go ahead. Tell me more about. Her, yeah.
1: <laughs> the artistic yeah.
2: temperament. Yeah, right, right.
0: No, I, I, um, I, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that we ever did that solidified our relationship was I went for my spring break in middle school. The last thing I possibly wanted to do was to do a two-week road trip throughout the South of my mother. <laughs> and so a lot of the Deep South pictures, I was there with her in a suburban just the two of us, um, I was 12, 11, 12. Something like that. Um, and it, that was very formative to appreciate you as a human being and to appreciate you also as an artist rather than simply.
2: Hmm. No, you, you have to come to that realization. I mean, she, she's mom, but she's also artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Can I just talk about race for a moment here? I want to open this up to this wonderful audience. No, part. don't. You <laughs> say, we insist, you don't say.
1: take that with you. We'll,
2: no, you just sit here. Uh, please. Uh, race. Race. There was Gigi in your world.
1: Yeah.
2: There was um, someone like that in my world too, growing up in the South. hmm Tell me about race.
1: How oblivious were you to the suffering of your somebody. No,
2: I would, total, total. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was so much a member of my family. Right. Her name was Mary Lizzie. So much a member of my family. I mean, and- and What
1: time did she come to work in the morning?
2: She lived with us. Oh my. Come to work.
1: Ah, she lived lived with us. Um, How old was she?
2: I don't know, she I don't know.
1: Yeah, see, that's the thing.
2: I don't know. But I mean, I mean, she lived long, but she was so, I mean, she's like my friend and, you know, it was very much, but I, it, there was always respect.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, Always
2: yes. respect. <laughs> Tell me about uh, yeah, race well, and you and Yeah. Gigi. I mean,
1: yeah, if, you, if you're, you don't remember petticoats, but we had petticoats. I don't. And if the petticoats hung below the level yeah. of your skirt, woo, yeah. she, she'd whip the backside of your legs,
2: uh, I know. yeah. With, with authority and no fear of 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 reprimand yeah Yeah, she would do it with my she wouldn't
1: whip my mother but she would call my mother back if she left the house and she wasn't properly dressed
2: um it's a it's a very interesting thing for those of you from manhattan or it is this notion of (laughs) for those of us who grew up in the south it's just you know we all are aware of all the sins of our fathers and and our history Yet at the same time, in certain different kinds of ways, you know, there's a certain respect. Um, but what are you trying to do now? What do you mean a quote? certain
1: respect? You mean a certain, it's, a, it's not, not, not so much not respect. A, not in a paternal a, way at all. Right, no. Just a
2: respect for the integrity and the grit oh, and the character A respect the for the,
1: the love that actually people. did yeah, happen right, right, within that, that inhuman situation. Right, in that situation, There was love. This
2: was not slavery, though.
1: No, but it was it was damn near Jim Crow when we were growing yeah, it was. up. I mean, it we was we're was the Jim same Crow. age just a yeah. And it was not... I'm, I'm older than you are. Oh, bye. She keeps saying it. Bye. <laughs> it was the same. I mean, it wasn't... It's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Worth the price of admission. It is.
2: You know. Okay, so, so I'm going to turn it to the question. In terms of what do you hope to leave as your legacy? You, I've mentioned family. I've mentioned geography, location. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned um, some husband and death, and not him dying, but him living right. with you know, muscular dystrophy and, and, and how that can be in, in some ways painful mm-hmm. unless there is dignity somewhere. Um, yeah. Thank you. So um, what do you want to say about race? Well, what do you want to photograph about race? About
1: race. Yeah. Um, in a certain way, this is a very personal project to me. This is just between me and all the black men and women of my childhood. This is just I'm, I'm trying to settle some, not a score. I'm trying to reach some kind of understanding between me and the many, many people to whom I was oblivious. But does it
2: come from guilt or something else?
1: Well, you know, that's interesting that you that we use the word respect and dignity. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, yes, there's plenty of guilt. There's plenty of guilt. Yeah. Uh, I wish, I wish there wasn't, but there is. I can think of any number of times, even times in the last decade where I've been thoughtless or made assumptions, and I'm a, you know, I'm a racist like everybody else. You make racial judgments yeah, know. without even you're you know, so knowing.
2: blindingly truthful.
1: Uh, I know. What made you name me after her? It's it, it, respect and, and yeah. love and carrying That's on. That's a the, very good question. Yeah.
2: Respect and. And love. All right. I'm going to take some of your questions here because, um, Sally, when was the definitive moment when you knew, well, we said this, you wanted to be a photographer. <laughs> uh, we said that. Yep. Putney. You began your career as a writer, poet. How does, background of your affinity for literature influence the way you make images or develop a body of work?
1: You know, the, it's been really interesting. I wrote, it took me five years to write the damn book. And then now I've gone back to being a photographer and I didn't think there was any relationship between the two. The writing of the book, everything had to be manholed out of my guts. And it wasn't anything like photography where with photography, it's a question of making choices. Uh, you know, you, that's what photography's all about. You choose exactly what you want to take pictures of. With writing, it's like you have to create the choices and then, you know, refine them. So it's just an entirely different thing. But OK, so now I'm back to printing again, for the first time in ages, and I'm in front of the developing tray, and I put the paper in, and I you know, that ama- I'm still an old-fashioned photographer. And I watch as the, you know, the developer's kind of brown and murky. And I watch as the image starts to come up and I think there is this amazing parallel between photography mm. and writing because it's like my memories are sort of swimming to the surface and becoming visible. That same, that same impulse and in- thing happening. Do you v- think you found right the best expression
2: me. for your creativity? Which one? Photography first. Uh, you don't
1: necessarily. Yeah. No, I think it, I, yeah, I think, I think it is, but I, I did love writing, I have to say, and that was...
2: And still do. It's
1: fun. I mean, it was hard. Okay.
2: Hi, Sally. Hi there. I, I, was, <laughs> I was in your class at ICD 25 years ago, film.
1: ICP, must have. ICP. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, what
2: are... I assume the International Course in Photography? Center
1: of Photography, maybe. Okay, I Sort a workshop. Right, right. Yeah.
2: What are your thoughts on digital? <laughs>
1: Well, (laughs) I mean, I think it's a useful tool that digital. Um, I'm not going to abandon film unless it abandons me, which might very well happen. It may just be that there isn't going to be any more film, Um, but I'm not giving up on it. So I use, I do use digital, um, in a couple of different ways. one way is, you know, and I'll make this really quick. I use a lot of glass plates, and sometimes I break them. And you can now scan it, stitch it together on the computer, and then while you're at it, you can make it a better picture by burning and dodging in the computer. And then you can send it to Chicago, and for two hundred dollars, they give you an eight by ten negative on regular Tri-X film. Can you believe that?
2: That's amazing. But
1: Yeah. <laughs> so digital, digital is just another way to. to for me to get pictures but i might i'm still going to keep taking the uh, film i think
2: i'm struck by the number of questions having to do with process do you print your own images for exhibits
1: yes all of them yeah, yeah if if i didn't print pictures i probably would take a lot more and be a lot better photographer but i i'm <laughs> i'm just like a factory worker i'm a peasant i print print print
2: because
1: I don't know what it is in control. my weird look. Control. Control, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, okay, a little OCD you're the, here. You're the best addition
2: we could have had to this interview. This is like, this is like the other boys.
1: <laughs> okay, um, control. <laughs>
2: and then this is the question is, is, what is your favorite Sally Mann picture? What's your favorite Sally Mann picture?
1: I'm real fond of the perfect tomato, which, yeah. Now, see,
2: here's the interesting thing about that. Uh, some people accused you at that time of saying tomato represents certain kinds. Oh
1: yeah, what of, by the, the is that about? <laughs> what? Oh my god. You said, it's I, not I, even in the never OED. thought about it. It's not even a, it's not, I looked it up in the OED. <laughs> tomato is not even slang. <laughs> it's not even like film noir slang. I don't know what that <laughs> shit's about. God. Sometimes I just get, I just want to, no. yeah, I get really impatient.
2: In your book, you describe your friendship with Cy Twombly.
1: Yes. Was that a question? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. What was it? Oh, what was my friendship with Cy Twombly? Well, it was, um, went way back. It was a good friendship. There was a lot of humor in it. Um, fair amount of intimacy. We talked about art. We talked about his art.
2: No, well, I, I, I'm not probing here, but yeah. I'm, I'm really... The idea of intimacy is very important and interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, someone said to me about in interviewing the other day, you know, they said that you create a chemistry of intimacy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the idea of intimacy is important.
1: What do you mean? By I think that? the idea of chemistry is important. Yeah. I think there's a certain chemistry that happens between people. And I think it's apparent almost, I mean, I'm in that Malcolm Gladwell blink.
2: Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's, believe, it's first class. I
1: think it happens almost immediately, and it, and but I also think that it really helps to have had such similar backgrounds, which we did. We grew right. up in the same town. We right. had exactly the same childhood experiences, same as you. With yeah. you know, your Virginia, my I mean, your Liz, very Liz, Lizzie, Mary Lizzie, and my Virginia, and his Lulabelle. and and the all those experiences really helped to form a sort of vinculum, a kind of glue, a bond, um, uh. and you, you, you almost know it instantly with, or at least with Cy. I yeah. mean, he and I were very close. <laughs> 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 well, we were. <laughs> I know. Uh,
2: I, 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 there's a thing in the theater they call silence.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, can you please tell me more about your current series, which we've done, uh, and your project on the Legacy of Slavery in the South, which we've done. What are you working on currently? Is it, okay. S- well, Sally, what was the divinity moment you wanted to be a photographer? We've covered that. You began your career as a writer-poet. How does this background and your affinity for literature? Of we did info- that, too. We did that, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn,
2: we've been yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we're
1: done. We're going to have to just open so it my, up to the them. <laughs> Right, yeah. No, no, I'm,
2: I, hell, I'm prepared to do that. In your interview, what are the elements that make for a great photo? I mean, everybody wants to know that, so oh. just tell us.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, there is the, the tuning fork in the stomach. Um, what makes? What are the elements that make no. for a good? I mean, you know, felicitous proportion. Um, I, I don't know proportion.
2: Okay, so I want to it's ask this right. really profound and philosophical oh, question. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Who is your favorite photographer?
1: Oh. That's that's like asking Who's someone. Whose
2: photographs have influenced you the most?
1: Everybody's, everybody's. I am omnivorous and eclectic, and, really? and oh God, yes, I'll steal from anybody. I will. And too. I do. I, I steal. will too. Yeah, I'm Fine. shameless, shameless, shameless th- thief. You yeah. see
2: a good idea, just grab it. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, work, work it, honey, work it. Yeah. Work. <laughs> <laughs> work it like a rented mule. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Are there boundaries where you will not photograph, where you don't want to go?
1: Dignity. Dignity, uh, dignity. Back to that. You see, that's interesting. That same word. And
2: you should speak to this in terms of Larry.
1: I know, but he he has no. No, no. But dig-
2: but you basically said to him. I don't know. What,
0: what
1: he, has no, he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, no.
0: Hold
2: the microphone up. Sorry, so you can sorry. Hear. I
0: don't think it's that he doesn't care. Okay, okay. okay. What do you he think? He certainly it is? has dignity. Uh, no, 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 no. Right, the most dignified person in the family. That's exactly the thing right. is yeah. that he doesn't define dignity as that way. Yeah, exactly. any any appearance it would never yeah. be something that would show up in a picture.
1: Yeah. He just has so much personal strength. Say it again. He has so much personal strength just. Yeah. It's it's a kind of rectitude without being calvinist. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's no
1: judgment Yeah, it's non-judgmental but there there's just a certain
2: But here's what's interesting. It's a little bit like it's a little about like the idea that everything uh, is available I mean you know the notion of Nora Ephron's mother said everything is copy you know it's almost like Larry said I understand the power of what you're doing I understand that so I I bring my own dignity to it but I understand that I'm going to look in the eyes of some people
1: Mm-hmm.
2: with a certain vulnerability mm-hmm. with a certain fragility right with a certain
1: you know
2: yet i i accept that because i believe in the art
1: There, i was just going to say it's a it's a much more it's an overarching idea that he has about the importance of art i mean but he I he certainly right? hopes that mine is good enough that's to all, qualify
2: that's, that's what was, that was Virginia, what we all felt yeah, everybody, all of you, at, at an early age, yes. that this is art. Yes, but somebody out there saying all these nasty little things. It, for us, it's art. We are, we are part of an artistic thing. We are actors in a drama.
0: Yes, that was very clear. Yeah.
1: One of the questions, which is a real thorny one, is the question of the, who is a Dora Maar, for example. For Picasso. Yeah. The question is: Okay, is it okay to make art? I'm sorry. (laughs) We're at the end, aren't we? Okay, never mind that question. (laughs) Uh, When when is it okay? What is that Faulkner quote about? I'd I'd run over, uh, you know, a little old woman if. if I could write the ode to a Grecian urn or something. Yeah. And, but the, the thing is that we're so not would all Keats. So would you. Yeah, but I'm not John Keats. Do I have the right to run over a little old lady to make my pictures of my the, children? The, it's not it's, the question of you
2: your right, you would.
1: I would. Your art
2: means that much to you. My, but and you it damn believe well better it be good much, art. Huh? It,
1: and that was the one thing, promise I made to myself when I took the chance it if I did. It had to be did. good. Right. If you're going to operate on that arc of audacity, which is the arc that I was operating on with these children, I had to be damn sure that I wasn't yeah. wasting their time and their trust. And the pictures had to be good. Mm. And it's, just to paraphrase that. Do,
2: do, Virginia, you keep, I mean, I assume from everything that I know about the family, you believe your mother has kept the faith.
0: <laughs> well, not. Better than I ever imagined.
2: Really? Well, what does that mean?
0: Um, I th- I think that there could have been, she could have given up at some point and not kept this relentless task towards Why showing... would you expect
2: that from an artist of her caliber?
0: Why wouldn't I?
2: I, I mean, I, my sense would be, you just, I, I just take that for granted with someone like Sally Mann. The relentlessness is... Who she is—it's deeply in her DNA. But
0: I think you're looking back now. You know, I, yeah, I, exactly. Right. That's very different. It's—it's—it's it's, it's grown over years, and it's yeah. been proven time and time again.
1: There's a great line from my friend Jim Lewis, who said, "An asshole who makes great art is an asshole who makes great art, but an asshole who makes bad art is just an asshole." Exactly. <laughs>
2: um there's no better place to close than that
1: (laughs) you decide which kind of asshole i am
2: um you've been a wonderful audience um i love sally man i love virginia man this has been for me a great evening thank you
0: (laughs) thanks for listening 92Y Talks is supported by a generous endowment established by Daphne Reconati Kaplan and Thomas S. Kaplan. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find more great conversations at 92yondemand.org.